I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Karen, Sean, aren't you glad this election cycle is uh, hopefully over? Or we, can we can move on to our lives? It is. We are finally breathing normally. <laughs> you know the feeling when you didn't realize you were holding your breath for four years? <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. You can exhale. It's waiting, hashtag time. waiting to exhale. Hashtag <laughs> oh, moving on. Moving on, man. New chapter. And with the new chapter, guys, I thought I'd bring in one of my favorite new people, new friends that even helped put two black guys with good credit where it is. All those cool little ads that you hear on our show right now. We're sounding so professional. I, I linked up with one with, a, with this guy that said, you guys need to do this. You need to do that. If you want to be big, you got to be like this. Not everybody's doing well. <laughs> I can show you what to do. I can bring you the way. And Matt and I had our little conference meeting. And they were like, Matt and I were like, yeah, we can. All right, let's go with this guy. And this guy, Matt, bring him in, man. Who is he, Matt? <laughs> all right, I will bring him in. Our, our guest today, to all of our listeners, is, is a part of the Two Black Guys family. He is a man of many talents, a man of many skills. He, you, we could call him the pod father. He is also a, <laughs> a, a writer, a journalist. He's going to share with you some insights. He's just a, a very smart man, a renaissance man. His name is Vernon Foster, and he is a friend of the show. And we're about to break it down. You're going to learn why he's our guest. Welcome, Vernon. Thank you for joining us. Hey, Without Vernon, for there's no two black guys with good credit, <laughs> Vernon. I mean, I'm right here, you guys, but yeah. yeah. What about Karen? <laughs> I can't give you yeah, all the credit. Yeah, a couple shows ago. Like, come on. You, you got to give the white girl all the attention every show. Come on. <laughs> I mean, she, I don't she hate so that. She so wants me. the attention. I'm like, Karen, we're, we're shooting an audio show in five minutes. Oh, just give me five minutes. I'm doing my hair. Hair, yeah, we're right. audio. I'm so no, we're giving you. it to Vernon today. Karen, sit in the back seat. You're not getting the attention. Listen, it's going to Vernon. I I I I can't co-sign that. <laughs> <laughs> Vernon, we'll share. It's so nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you, Karen. I've uh, heard a lot. Uh, love your story. How you're a listener of the show. Thank and you. And you actually use the things that you know, Sean and Matt and, and you know the crew teaches, and you implemented that, and now you're like a host of the show now you're a black guy with good credit so it's, it's cool. such a beautiful love story thank you <laughs> well well let's give a little backstory vernon let's let's tell the people a little bit about your who you are and 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 also a cast and our connection like, sure you know break that yeah. down for the, for the all listeners. relevant all relevant yeah so uh my name's Eric foster i hail from uh, brooklyn new york i'm a florida boy uh by birth and, uh, Blue Florida boy. Blue Florida, Blue Florida boy. Florida boy, yeah. <laughs> Further south. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I, uh, I've been on this journey of entrepreneurship, career development. Um, in a previous life, I, um, I was a DJ, uh, graduated from Florida State uh, with a degree in marketing and real estate. 
that kind of took me on a little journey in 2009 when the economy crashed. I realized that, oh my gosh, I got to figure something out. And uh, fast forward today, um, I've done some things in between now and, and then. And uh, right now I currently work for ACAST, which is uh, the largest podcast uh, company in the world. We're in 16 different markets globally. And uh, my current role is to basically just go out and find great talent and help develop that talent and help people make money, help podcasters not be broke. So that's my day job. Um, so uh, by day, I'm Clark Kent, and that's and that's what I do. By night, I'm Superman, and and I uh, help Love it. teach Love people it. how to pivot into uh, new career opportunities and develop um, career skills. That's so valuable. We just said for our listeners and everybody that wants to pivot and do their own thing. Like that analogy is so perfect. Like when you said you're Clark Kent by day and Superman at night, because if you really want to pivot out of your career, and you know we're going to start it off that way. You really have to be the conservative Clark Kent, get through the day, do your job, look good, look professional, be good like Clark Kent did, exactly. All button them, because that's what Vernon is. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I didn't know he was, he could be that type of personality until a few months down the road. And then at night is when the real work starts. Like that's when you become Superman. I remember my brother always told me, like, when I was working at Chase, he was like, you know, you already have your work office set up. You have access to a fax machine. You have access to a computer. You have everything you need. So when everybody left the office after six, I was there plugging away. I made it from six to 10, just looking at real estate, building my side hustle, becoming Superman after six o'clock. So I think that is a great way to start off the show. Like Clark Kent during the day, Superman at night. Because if some people try to be like Superman at work and then I don't even know they're Clark Kent. They're like... <laughs> Or like SpongeBob or something like that. After <laughs> I like put in an hour, I'm like, oh, one day I'm gonna be my own boss. I just put in an hour. I just did a Google search, and that's my entrepreneurial spirit for the day. So day two, hey, I made some patty cakes. I don't know, like, and you're really gonna transition? No, it's Clark Kent, Superman. <laughs> Love it. So, Vernon, you said you're a Florida native, but you've been living in New York. Talk, talk about how. Like, was your, was your entrepreneurial hustle always there, like, from, from your days back home? Or did it change? Has it shifted? Did moving to the different cities, has that impacted your, your business, uh, your, and, you know, just your hustle? Yeah, you got to make a lot of money to live in New York. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't want to, like, be floating on the poverty line. Uh, so, yeah, my hustle has definitely gotten better since I've been in New York. But, um, yeah, I, I started my first business when I was 19, actually. Um, when I graduated high school, I played sports and then I stopped playing sports almost immediately because I wasn't going to be a D1 athlete. I'm not seven feet tall, 220. And uh, so I picked up DJing and I started back then. It was this still you could collect. People were still playing records out. It wasn't like all digital just yet. And so I would come home after school and I would scratch and mix records and like in my room, right? Like you were bedroom scratching DJ. Country music? I'm sorry? You were scratching mixing the country music? Like yes. Music? Uh, yes. I, I, I don't and Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it was, it was all hip hop. What was your name? Records. What was your DJ name? DJ Vinyl V. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I parlayed that into, I did that for about a year in my bedroom until I worked up enough confidence to start like pulling up to pool parties and like just setting up my gear. And then I would hand out business cards and be like, Hey, if y'all having a party, let me DJ. And my first gig was a quinceanera. It's like a, a Spanish sweet 15, 15 or yeah, 15, 15. Yeah. 15 years. Um, and uh, I made a hundred bucks, 150 bucks. And I was like, okay, this is validated. I have a, I, this is something that I can do. And I did that all throughout college to help, pay my bills in the summertime and things like that when financial aid wasn't uh, happening. One of the things that I did early on was that I knew that, you know, I had to do something outside of DJing to start to like, you know, get more money coming in. So I went to conferences and stuff like that. Learning to pivot, I guess, would come from, from the, those experiences. Yeah. So I, I like the word pivot as an acronym. So uh, potential, income, vocation, opportunities, traction, and we'll break all those down, right? But so I think that everybody should be learning like a skill, right? Like there's, 
there's skills that'll keep you out of jail and there's skills that'll keep you from going broke, right? If you do all those things, if you learn these things, um, and we're, we're not born with, I don't think everyone's born with like skills, right? You, but you can learn them. These are all things that you can learn. Some people are t- like extremely talented, like LeBron, right? You're never going to be able to like, like hoop on LeBron, right? If you're not six foot three or six foot five and you got a wicked jump shot, but you can learn how to negotiate, right? You can learn how to sell. Um, you can learn how to brand yourself online. So for me, I took the skills that I had in DJing of like networking and kind of setting up deals. And I parlayed that into the real estate world because that's what I had got my degree in. And so I went to this one real estate conference that they had on my campus. And uh, I met a guy by the name of David Goodbye, super awesome Canadian American dude who put me on. And he was like, hey, here's my business card. If you call me and you follow up, I'm sure we can have an opportunity for you. And so that's what I did. And that was kind of like the potential, right? That was like, there was a potential for me to, and this is the P, right? There's a potential for me to like work in the industry, but I had to kind of figure out what like the opportunities were or build my relationships through networking. And that was the first guy who mentored me early on in my career. So is it a pivot though, if you went to school for real estate and then you got into real estate, but you were also DJing at the same time, like in your playbook, are you talking about that kind of pivot where you're just like, I'm doing both these things. I'm going to go in this direction. Or are you talking about like doing a new thing, completely new and changing direction. So your life shifts. Yeah. I think kind of what going back to what Sean was saying, I think you can do both. Right. I think we live in this world where we feel like it's like this or that, like, but I believe in the world that you can have both and right. So um, in the case where what I was doing with DJing in a real estate, that was specific to like, like my opportunity in, in, in my life at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. At that time period. But let's say like, I know Karen, you're, 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 you do stand-up comedy, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So like, you still like, obviously the world is a lot different, right? People aren't going to live shows anymore. Right. It's kind of wild, right? So in your case, right? If it was like, what's my pivot? How can I, you know, mm-hmm. kind of pivot out of this? Okay, so like with the skills that you have, what's the potential, right? Or like, can you do an inventory and see like, where do the skills of being a stand-up comedian transfer into other opportunities? I know y'all had James Altucher on yeah, the yep. other day, right? And yep. he was talking about how like, stand-up comedy is like one of the hardest things that like, I believe it. I don't know how y'all do it. I give it up to you. It's, it's probably extremely hard to get on stage and like, like I would be like run. Like, why are you booing me? <laughs> right. So you have this skill set. Yeah, right. And and so it's like, what's the potential? Right. So like maybe you could um help people like public speaking, right? Like yeah, people right, who, right, right. maybe people are very uncomfortable on Zoom when they're in these presentations with their, you know, their team members or they have to pitch to their board or whatever. So like right. But you're you're like you're you're good, right? Like you're not phased. I'm guessing, right? You're not phased. So right. You know what, though, but yeah. Sorry, Karen, I just want to piggyback quickly on what what he's saying regarding Go ahead, just blowing up your head. Like you know, Karen and I, we've kind of really started working hard together within the last few months. Mm-hmm. And what you're saying is so right because she's pivoting. Like she, yep. we we both know she's pivoting, and she's really like you know, and she read your thing. So that's helping with her pivot. We're going to talk about that, Vernon. But sure. what she's doing is that she's um. She's really leveraging those skills that she got from stand-up, the skills that she learned in school, right. um, her writing skills, and she I can see it. I feel it with her. That's why I mean, mm-hmm. I know she I, I don't want to blow her up, but I enjoy seeing <laughs> Karen every day, you know, because just her, her energy and how I see her moving and how she's using her skills, like you said, Vernon, we're like, hey, stand-up is not working anymore, but she's smart, she's creative, she's doing all the and it's all these skills that she's kind of packaging now and coming out with a with a brand that I think is, you know, how can it go wrong? You know, so I, I 100% agree with what you're saying. And I see it in action with, with Karen. Well, it's funny because you're totally right about that. And we talk about this all the time. And I've talked about it on this show too. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's actually kind of vulnerable to talk about your pivot, right? To be like, this isn't working for me so much. And I've invested so much in it. And now there's a pandemic or whatever. And, you know, reasonably, are we going to be do, doing stand-up comedy at two o'clock in the morning until the day we die? Maybe not, right? Like maybe we can use it as, and I feel like probably everyone 
relates that you have a skill that's a meta skill, right? That it's a skill that like makes you good at everything else. Whatever I do in my entire life, stand up's a part of it because it made me good at speaking and like yep. being quick on my feet and okay with like some public humiliation here and there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you're not, I'm not, you can't offend me. You're never gonna offend me. Like that's a skill as well, you know? For and sure. so yeah, that's the pivot. Like you're looking at the pivot. So let me ask you a question then. Like myself, you know, it's almost ritual for me. I don't even know. I've been doing it since I was young. Like every morning I really get up and mind F myself. Mm-hmm. Like convince myself that I can do something, convince myself that I belong, convince myself But if I had some negative feedback yesterday, I can transition it and I can maneuver in a way that works for me. Do you think part of, and I think when I speak to people, like they lack the self-confidence that I think they need. And for me, self-confidence equals mind effing yourself because you kind of have to kind of put <laughs> blinders on sometimes. Matt, you're shaking your head. Come on, man. You got to do it. You got to put blinders on. You got to look in that mirror. I got to look in that mirror sometimes and say, yeah, why am I not, why am I not 2020 handsome man of the year? I got to mind F myself. <laughs> you know? And so do you believe like the mental part of like pivoting success starts with that? And if it does explain what you think is, is necessary. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I mean, belief is everything. If you don't believe you can do it, you're not going to be able to do it, right? Like you're, you're doomed from the start. So um, kind of in the acronym, right, the pivot, like to me, that's like, oh, opportunities. So like, where are the opportunities for you to level up your growth, your mindset? I love, um, you know, the old school speakers, the Jim Romes of the world, um, you know, the, the Eric Thomases of the world, you know, when, when you want it bad enough, you will breed, right? Yes. Like, like, Jocko Willing. Oh, okay, well, I guess I don't want this. I, don't really want like, I need to get some of that. You know what? If you want someone to kick your ass every morning, download Jocko Willink's uh, Discipline yes. Equals Freedom Field Manual. Sometimes, not all the time, I don't always have it together, but like sometimes I will put that on first thing in the morning and his like deep marine voice, you know, like they just don't tolerate any of your crap at all. <laughs> they have no time for it. He's like, if you want to stop missing someone, then stop missing them. Like, yeah, <laughs> I will do that now. <laughs> that's that's exa- exactly how Eric Thomas, he's the, he, the, the guy you just mentioned is the Marine. Eric Thomas is the football coach who's in your For face. Sure. Like, I love it. Get up, do more, <laughs> do more. stop being weak. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, no, it's good. You need that propaganda, I think. Right. Cause like, it's For like sure. you, you know, the, when you walk down the street, the street holds your feet up. Like sometimes you need to hold your head up with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and I, I, I also think in terms of the, the opportunity component of that and the, and the pivot acronym and the methodology is that you need to surround yourself around people who like can either mentor you who've already been there or like people who are like allies, right? People are yeah. on the same journey, on the same path as you because you get that kind of like that gym buddy, right? It's like, mm-hmm. if I got to go to the gym at 6.15 in the morning by myself, probably gonna miss a day or two Mm -hmm. maybe three but if i'm going my friend ronnie and ronnie's there every morning he's gonna hey you here where you at where you at and you need that kind of not to say that you shouldn't have self-discipline and be able to do it yourself but when you have that gym buddy you kind of feel like you're lockstep arm in arm with somebody and you're on the journey together so vernon how did you get from real estate into this podcast game break down that pivot yeah so um 2009 I graduated, one of the worst economies ever, right? Like crappiest time ever to graduate. Yep. And then I, so I, I kind of, I went into, I, I didn't have a job right away, but I eventually got into that real estate company um, through David, cause I had an intern there and I was kind of like, they were like, hey, just stick around, we'll figure something out. And I did that for about a year. And I was like, this doesn't feel right. Um, I lost a good friend of mine. And, and that kind of shook me a little bit. And I, I started kind of asking myself, like, what do I really care about? Like, if that was me and I had passed away, like, what's, like, what's the thing that I regret not doing? And it was really music. So I was like, I got to figure out this is something that I want to do. And if it's not something that I want, I need to quit immediately. And I wouldn't recommend people doing it the way I did it. I would have, like, at least six to 12 months of income saved up. But I ended up quitting that job and then I started an entertainment company with three of my, with two of my good friends. 
uh, in Orlando and we went on to create the biggest weekly um, dance music festival uh, in Orlando. And that was in 2012. I did that for about, um, about three years and I started to get burned out. I was like, this is not really, there's, I don't, I don't really feel a lot of growth here. It's taking a lot of my energy, crazy party scene, you know, like yeah, you can imagine. Right. And then I, I went on a trip to uh, Nicaragua and I, I remember I was riding on a chicken bus with my friend Josh and I'm looking out the window. I'm like, man, I got to do something. I don't know what it is, but I got it. It's got to be online. I feel like it's got to be online. I get back that next week and uh, I just start looking at like online businesses, online opportunities. And I came across podcasting and I was like, okay, I'm a DJ. I know how to talk to people. Um, it's pretty easy. I can turn on a computer. I can talk into a microphone. I can do this. Right. And that's how I got into podcasting and fast forward, you know, a couple of years later, I, the, the podcast, by the way, it was, it was atrocious. It failed. I think I put out like three episodes, but what I, what I learned in that, in that process was how a podcast works on the back end. And then I said, Oh my gosh, this has been a big pain in the ass to like really put together. This is a business. And so I created a whole business called Pod Parrot, And our job was to basically go in and help entrepreneurs and businesses launch and manage their podcasts. Wow. And that's so how this, that happened. This leads to a question I have for you, Vernon. <clears throat> Excuse me. So yeah. what do you suggest for people? Do you suggest people having a career want what you do best or kind of what you love? Some people always want to do what they love, but may not be the best thing for them. So what is your suggestion? Yeah. I mean, I think... Uh, I think there's a, there's like this, this thing, I call it like the, the trifecta, right? It's like, you want to find that sweet spot between your talent, you know, what you can make a decent income doing and what you're interested in. So if you have like all three of those components, it'll be more like, I, I kind of look at it like a, a, a stool, right? If you have a stool that only has two legs, the stool is going to fall over. But if you have three legs, the stool is more likely to like be able to stand up. So like you have to, at least in my mind, you don't have to do anything. You can do whatever you want. But in my mind, it's like finding the intersection of the, the thing that you can make a decent salary for, or, you know, as a business owner, you can pay yourself a good salary for the thing that you're, you're interested in. Um, and the thing that you have like a talent in, or you have the ability to like grow in that area. So that would be my kind of my, I, I guess my, my formula. If you will. All right. What if I you're good that... at everything and you have too many options? <laughs> like <Wow>. me. <laughs> and you're just Karen. Yeah. <laughs> just Karen. Yeah. So, well, so, so hard guys. If, if, you're good, if you're good at everything, I, I don't think you even need to ask that question. You can just kind of <laughs> keep on winning. So, but, but what we're good at is also you, going to commercial break and hopefully getting <laughs> uh, some good sponsors to keep, uh, you know, funding this, pro this broadcast. So stay hint, tuned. Hint, hint. Hint, hint, Vernon, some good sponsors, all right? So she'll put some good sponsors in between here. So stay tuned for more Two Black Guys with Good Credit. We have Vernon Foster from ACAST who is teaching us all about the art of the pivot. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. We are joined by a special guest today, Vernon Foster. He is the pod father, the podcast boss at ACAST. He is another member of fam family member of Two Black Guys with Good Credit, and he's joining us today talking about pivoting. So Vernon, we want to talk to you about side hustling. So can, can you start a side hustle with $100? How much is it? What does it take to, to have an effective side hustle? Break that down. We me. already know that can't get Tarek Karen out on a date for $100, but can we do a side <laughs> hustle? <laughs> That's not enough Hashtag facts. Hashtag That's you facts. know me. <laughs> facts. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends, right? If you want to open up a retail store right now with a hundred bucks, no, you probably can't do that. If you want to start an online coaching business or like something where you're teaching somebody a skill. Sure. Uh, I love what's going on with zoom right now. Cause like everybody's on zoom. We're on zoom. Like you've probably been on three zoom calls this week. I've been on zoom all week. Sounds like a zoom endorsement deal on our way. It, yeah. Zoom send money. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
so uh, let's use that as kind of like the foundation here, right? And you can use this, you can switch out Zoom with whatever platform, you, you know, sh Shopify or whatever. I'm just using Zoom in the context because I think it's relevant. So let's say you, um, let's say you're a really technical person, right? Like Matt, you're super technical. Um, you kind of do all the technical <laughs> stuff. Are, are you, are Sorry, you not, is, is that not true? Is that I, not true? I, I, I'm technical-ish. Oh, okay. Are boomers technical? Like, does that even make sense? Is a, can a boomer be technical? Wow. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Shay, let, let the record Congress. reflect. I am a millennial. Or okay, I'm millennial adjacent. I'm millennial adjacent. I'm a days projecting. <laughs> That's still like living off. For I, I'm a, a millennial in spirit. So anyway, Vern, don't, his don't, email address is still AOL. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got jokes. Vernon, please proceed. Don't let this foolishness get you off track. Uh, well, it's mad technical. Well, I know you do the editing, so that's Thank what I'm you. referring to. I, and you're absolutely correct in your Chief assessment editor. of my technical acumen. I, I appreciate that, but proceed. So uh, with Zoom, there's a lot of things that people don't know, right? Like, it's like, how do I send out an invite? How do I have multiple people on a Zoom? You know, that's a skill set that you can skill up in and sell training to someone. So Zoom coaching, you know, Zoom technical setup. So with a hundred bucks, you can go on like, you know, you can spend $20 and go on like Skillshare or um, Coursera or mm -hmm. um, Udemy. There's all these different like learning platforms out there where you can pay like 10, 15, 30 bucks for the course. That'll get you skilled up. And then uh, you can find your first three customers by going on something like, you know, Instagram or Twitter and looking up hashtags. Um, and then you could even go on like LinkedIn and like DM people and just like, Hey, just, you know, I'm, I'm curious how you, how everything's working out with zoom. I put together a free package where, you know, I'll give you a 15 minute zoom assessment. Right. And you just get on the call with them. The idea is not to pitch them. It's just to be of service and figure out like where they're struggling with. And you can do all that for a hundred bucks, right? What you're saying, Vernon, is, you know, is so on point, I believe. Like we interviewed James Altucher a few weeks ago. Oh, I love James. Shout out to James. And that's what he was talking about. He's made millions of dollars from just like leveraging like these things that are available online, these tools, these newsletters, these all these things that you just mentioned. And I know you guys didn't speak because you don't got it like that, Vernon. So you just, this is your creativeness and his creativeness. And they're really aligned. They really are aligned. So I read your career pivot manual, which I thought was awesome. Everybody needs to read it. And you mentioned from fantasy to reality. And now do you believe, and I hate people that like, since I've been teaching financial literacy, I get at least a one weekly email with Karen Seenum now. Hey, John, let's, can we meet? Cause I got this way where you can make a million dollars a week and we can all invest. <laughs> and you know, I kind of hate those kind of conversations and that's kind of fantasy. So do you believe in like, you have to believe in this fantasy reality. So tie it into this hundred dollars hustle, how that can become a reality. Yeah, I, I think I like the idea of validating things. So until you get your first, let's say three customers, it's just fantasy, right? So you can have an idea. You can, you, you can say, hey, I'm a Zoom, Zoom technical setup assistant. You can say, I'm a Zoom yoga fitness instructor. You can say, Hey, I teach people how to be more comfortable on camera. You know, I'm, I come from the comedy world in, in Karen's case, right? And until you validate that by getting someone paying you money, it's just an idea. It's just fantasy, right? And so yeah. the reality piece is, I think, is the money when it's validated. What about uh, people who are doing this kind of later in life, like, sure. you know, People who have like careers behind them that maybe like are obsolete. <laughs> Let's say we're talking to Sean. Uh, uh, millennials, Someone in the millennials. upper 50s and All 60s. right, I threw you Jack Matt gave, but you gave me an uppercut. I get it, bro. I get it, bro. I get it. Listen, if you're talking to like an ancient boomer, what would you tell them about <laughs> using Karen, you the think time the they have for me? You know, can you be a little more sensitive to the ancient boomer? Come I on, Matt already, I muted love it. Matt already muted this conversation after you said that. Listen, I love an ancient, I love an ancient boomer we all love an ancient boomer but it's not easy for them to pivot because they're older they don't know the technology as well maybe they have kids or families or they're just like scared of learning new stuff like even like, open an email account 
scared to open an account. I totally get it. Who can blame them? The world was different 150 years ago. I completely understand. What is this inner web? What is this inner web? (laughs) Now you're Karen with an A, not with an E. Come on, where are you going with this, Karen? Listen, I can only stand so many insults. So how do you modify your pivoting advice for people who are like a little bit later in life? I mean, I, I think the internet is the great equalizer, right? I think it's one of those things where it's like, you can be like, I'm never going to use the internet. It's the devil. Or, you know, like, or, or, or you can just embrace it, right? It's like, you know, at one point, like people didn't want to use fax machines, right? They're mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to like send it through the carrier. And so it's, it's kind of like this thing where you, you have to adapt. I mean, my mom knows how to use Gmail. My mom knows how yeah. to use Google Docs, you know, she's, I'm not going to say her age. She will not Your mom has her doctorate. Brain. I don't think that she sounds- does. She went back to school, but here's, here's the thing I was going to say, right? doesn't matter. Take the internet out of it, right? Take social media out of it. Let's talk about the, the, the skills that matter, right? Income skills, networking skills, and negotiation skills. Those are mm-hmm. the three skills that'll keep you out of jail and from, from being broke. Right. And so when I say income skills, that's selling, that's creating, solving problems. If you know how to sell, you're never going to starve, right? If you're creating, right? If you, if you, if you write books, if you create content, uh, you, you know, you can get like this podcast, you can get advertising, you can get ads. Mm-hmm. If you're solving problems, you know, you're a business owner. That's what every business is, is in existence to do, to solve problems. Right. And the funny thing is like, you know, the internet's intimidating maybe for people who are older, but unlike a fax machine, the internet can teach you how to use the internet. Like the answers are right there. The fax machine's not going to help you. You nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah. I mean, everything you can, and you can go on YouTube, right? It's like anything that I don't know, where do I go? YouTube or, you know, LinkedIn learning or wherever, you know. Vernon, talk about networking. That's what Mm -hmm. I meant how how important networking is in in your side hustle and, and just business. Oh, it's everything yeah. it's everything i mean it's pe- people think that they're smart you know and they're like i'm so smart <laughs> it's all because of, you know i like to think that i'm smart but really i know it's about you know relationships i'll use this uh, for uh, for an example sean when do we meet November. Year, we're only here ago uh, happy anniversary bro happy anniversary. happy bro man anniversary like <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> so Sean and I met a year ago. Um, I, I reached out to y'all, invited y'all to join our company, our platform. And now I'm, now I'm on the podcast, right? But give them the foundation. Like we didn't come in. We're like, it was really like a lot of foundation understanding. We weren't on the same platform. Like it was, and it was risk on both ends. It was- right. Well, I guess the point of all that is to say that like, for me, the way I look at networking is a serve first mentality right? My, my, a very smart woman always told me, don't show up to the barbecue without anything. That, mo- that woman was my mom, right? <laughs> Bring and, something to the party. And so for me, it was like, how could I help be of service, right? And so that looked like a lot of different ways. One, it was establishing uh, the fact that where you guys were at, we could do more for you. I think you guys were on a different host that shall not be named but you weren't really monetizing your show. You weren't making any revenue off of it, right? So it's like, hey, um, how would you like to make more money doing the same thing you're doing um, with the same amount of effort? Okay, that sounds good. And so from that, from that standpoint, um, got you on, you know, ACAS, you know, you guys started working. And then I took it a step further. I was like, hey, you guys have really great branding, like two, two black guys with good credit. Someone's going to hear that, by the way. I'm rocking the shirt. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Rocking the shirt. Uh, You know, you have a a great brand name, right? Like, when I say that, people are like, what? I wear the shirt. People are like, is that a real podcast? So you have great branding, right? But from a content standpoint, y'all were doing things that weren't helping you, like, grow. You were inconsistent with your publishing schedule, you weren't, you, you, the topics were kind of all over the place. And so like, we kind of dialed it in and, and was like, hey, what if you do this? And this is not just me. I can't take all the credit for this. This was your team. And now like it, the evolution is like, you have Karen in the mix now. You're bringing on bigger guests. You know, that was something that we talked about, Sean, getting featured on other podcasts, bringing more people in from different audiences and leveraging their audience. So it was a lot of, 
what can I do for you? What can I do for you? What can I do for you? It was never like, Sean, can you hook me up with so-and-so? Or like, do you got a, can, can I get a simple interest loan? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was never any of that. It was more of just like me being of service and, um, you know, inviting you to the holiday party. Right. Matt? And just so our listeners know too, like, you know, where did the, what was, let's just talk about the success in a quantitative measure, like far as numbers and just percentage wise by like doing the things that we did, working together, accepting constructive criticism and really you honing in on what we needed to do. What did that do a year later as far as growth? Uh, I think you, did y'all double, I think you doubled your listens. More than double. We more, more than we, double. Yeah, tripled. we kind of tripled, yeah, over tripled our listeners. Um, you're, you're getting, you, I mean, obviously you went from no revenue, ad revenue to, I don't know how much you, you guys made this Making year. Making money, yeah. Was, I, think um, it was, I think it was a zillion. And now it's a, tr- a trillion, a yeah. trillion, which is for a zillion or a trillion, trillion gazillion dollars. <laughs> yeah, we're listed on the stock exchange now. One of those, yeah, yeah. Like, so so I, yeah. yeah, it really does work. And you know, and like Vernon said, networking is so important and lining yourself with the right people that add value. So many times people bring in, especially partners, because they're good friends, they're cool, but they're not really adding value. You know, Matt, like he says, he's the editing machine behind this whole podcast. He wears so many hats. And then Vernon, like he said, he gave us a laundry list, which is some people might have been offended by it, like of really hard information that we needed to hear and like hard deliverables. You need to do A, X, Y, Z. And then, you know, Karen came on the show. You know, she's just the pretty Jewish girl. She's very talented and brilliant. She's a workhorse. That girl, as much as she jokes around, she is a workhorse. (laughs) You know, and that all all I heard was blah, 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 horse, but I forgive you. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? what, You know, what's interesting, though, it's it's the whole theme or the whole term, your acronym for pivot is kind of what our show has been living, like Mm -hmm. from having potential from a great idea and then putting in the work before we got to ACAS and just trying to build something out of nothing. And then you seeing the potential in us and then us actually finding the income and, and the opportunities. We've lived that journey. So it's really interesting as you broke down the pivot. It's like we've lived that as a show. Yeah, for sure. So what are some skills that you can have that are like super evergreen? that are never going to go out when, with changing times or internet or TikTok or whatever, besides just being like very, very attractive. <laughs> uh, my yeah. God. I thought that, <laughs> first I thought that comment was to you, Vernon. And then I had to switch my mind around and be like, no, that can't be for her. It is <laughs> for one split second, Vernon, I thought that was about you. I did. I, my, my ego <laughs> thought it was about me too. I was like, exactly. Mm-hmm. I had to like, Karen, I girl. And then Karen, once I Karenized it, I realized, no, 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 she boomeranged her right back. <laughs> I feel yeah. seen. Yeah, um, I'm taken. So yeah, it's it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so you you asked me about skills, like what are some skills aside from looking good? Um, you know, we talked about income skills. We talked about networking skills. So selling income skills, selling, creating, um, solving problems, networking. We just talked about negotiation skills, right? If you're in this economy where you are transitioning into a new, you know, pivoting into a new role, uh, you're going to need to know your worth. You're going to need to know where you have leverage. And if you don't have enough value or leverage, you have to go back and skill up, right? If you're going to go work for a company and, you know, a good way to do this is look at what they're hiring for, right? Look at all of the roles. Do you have those credentials? If you don't, then maybe it's time to find a mentor. Maybe it's time to look for um, different opportunities where, you know, maybe you even take a, a different job that you can graduate into that, right? Just to get your foot in the door. But, you know, I, I think negotiation skills are, are, are uh, time and tested. Those are never going to go away. I just want to piggyback on what you just said, because, you know, when I moved to New York, in the 90s, late 90s, you know, my dream coming from Canada is that I wanted to work with the, I wanted to meet the who's who. I wanted to be, at that time, I wanted to meet the Jay-Z's, the Bill Gates, the, you know, the Elon Musk. I wanted to meet you know, the movers and shakers of New York. But I just want to meet, I didn't want, I didn't want to meet them as like fans, you know, like how Matt meets people, like, you know, as like, I'm a fan of table. yours. Like, hey, can I, I want to sit at the table. I wanted to meet these people in my head and like, be able to have something of added value to them where they could use something where I'm providing a service where they'd be like, Hey, you're Sean Linda, you do this, let's work together. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. The podcast has allowed me now to have those conversations. Like when I meet, if I'm meeting like 
the Jay-Z's, if I'm meeting the Elon Musk, if I'm meeting the Bill Gates, if I'm meeting the Vernons, I'm able to say, hey, I do this really great show. Would you like to come on our show? It's like you said, the name is catchy. Here's what we do. And it builds a conversation. It looks like I can provide a service, you know, and, and here's the people we're reaching out to. So I agree with what you're saying 100%, like the negotiating skills and the networking skills. Some people think networking is like, I've seen people's idea of networking is like, I met Vernon, I met Matt, I met Karen, where we went out of a bar, we had a drink. No, like real networking is like when that person leaves and they feel like this person is going to add value and I need their service versus like, they want to come work with me. They want to be part of my crew. Right. There's and a difference like, between clout chasing is, as the term of this era and, and actually business networking, like, like meeting people and, and building relationships as opposed to a fan, you know. But I'm not a fan of those networking events, though, where everybody's just like yeah, shooting trash. each other business cards. They're oh, so I can't thirsty. stand them. I mean, I'm not telling you not to do them. But girls, I just, I'm not a fan of like, here's your card. Here's my card. Here's your card. Here's your card. What's not I'm like, because it's huh? so opportunistic and so third, just so nakedly thirsty. And it's never about adding value. Never. It's always about what are you going to do for me? How are you going to pluck me out of my problems and make them go away? <laughs> I have not given any thought to you. And most of those times, we're all at the same level. Like we're all hungry. And right. really hunger doesn't find hunger. Like, you know, you know, so I just, I'm not, hey, you go to those networks, you, you found the path to success through them. God bless you. But those events, Everybody puts on those fake suits and comes out with their cards and it's just that fake talking and moves to another sec. Oh my God. I don't know how they're productive, Matt. I don't know why you keep going in the mat. I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I think the that's rule a, is that's to a, be, like a, that's a right jab, Matt. Uh, you, you know, you actually missed. It was a glancing blow. It didn't really connect. But my, my <laughs> point is that if you're an authentic person and you actually can provide value and you know how to interact, you can, you can have a good interaction at one of those quote unquote networking events you can have one of those at, at just meeting someone in the street if you know it's it's a skill if you know how to talk to someone or communicate and present your authentic self it doesn't it's not really about where you're at it's how you i think present yourself you know what though if you're just super super hot you are already adding value to people's I lives that, and that works for me so you know that's kind of <laughs> I, I lean on that but you know let's stick with the skills to pay the bills we're going to take a quick break and Vernon, wow. that's our next topic, the skills yeah. to pay the bills. We're going to have you break that down. So everybody stay tuned for more Two Black Guys with Good Credit with Vernon Foster, the Podfathers. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and financially knowledgeable. We have a podcast impresario, guru, expert, Vernon Foster, a.k.a. the Podfather. He's a hot punk Podfather, man. The Podfather of Soul, he's James Brown. He's the James Brown. I want to get in the hot tub. It's hot. 
wow, Karen. Karen, don't worry, Karen. When you were at Hebrew school, we were doing this, okay? And the little Karen is so lost right now. Yeah. <laughs> look at this screen. What is this black language happening right now? I'm not aware of this. I got like Billy. That is your Billy homework, Karen. Eddie Murphy. FYI, Billy is the ongoing black quote unquote friend that Karen has, which we My all think is black. Her, her black teddy bear that she has. Okay. They never believe me. Vernon, did you ever meet a black guy named Billy? Like Billy, there's actually some very famous black, there's actually some very famous black Billy's. Billy D. Williams. That was 80s. He was just trying to cross over. His real name is not Billy D. Williams. And those oh, times, he just had to not. cheat. His name. name is not that at all. It's William Petit. <laughs> oh, wow. Now then I don't know any. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we, I won't say before we digress because we already did digress, but let's get back on track. Yeah, and sure. in, in this section, we've labeled it the skills that pay the bills. We want to know, like there's a lot of people with, with skills, but they don't have the, the ability to fit today's market. You know, it's like having great penmanship, but who cares? Like, like yeah. what, what, what kind of skills are actually paying the bills in, in, in your mind? What do, you, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think let's workshop this, right? So um, let's use Karen as an example, if she's cool with that. I don't know. Sarah, Are you Sarah. cool with that? I'm cool. Uh, so you said that you you were you had a stand up comedian comedian career, and now you're kind of transitioning that into other areas. Tell me more about that. Right. Yeah. So part of stand up, it's not just stand up. There's all kinds of stuff you do. You can act. You do podcasts. Um, just a million ways to make content. And, but most of it is actual in-person stand-up comedy at a show. Right. Um, knock, knock. So, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you're forgiven. I thought you never do it like, again. Knock, knock. <laughs> <laughs> but like, obviously there's been a pandemic. So there's a couple, two sure. things, right? There's been a pandemic. So we're in the middle of a plague and it's just not reasonable to be out doing shows. People can't put on shows. They're like all outdoors, which is fine, but now it's freezing cold. So if you were putting off this pivot before, now you really have to think about it. Um, and the second thing is that standup is, standup is a late night, you know, time intensive thing. People are always out. They're always drinking. It's like, you know, everybody's outside smoking. It's like, it's a lifestyle. So sure. you have to really want to maintain that lifestyle in order to be in that all the time. And I also reached a point where I was like, right, I want to do this on my terms. I want to keep the stand-up part that I love, but I don't want to be married to it anymore. Like I mm. want to be able to work from home when there's a lockdown. I want to I was, I was, make- I was outside guy that broke it all up. I broke that marriage up. I came in there <laughs> as a black man that I am, came in oh there two God. in the morning and broke that marriage up. You wrecked this home. <laughs> Really? Well, something ha- you have to, you have to just figure it out. And like, look, it's like, look, you have these, these skills, you have this network, you have this cool group of people. Everybody's a hustler, everybody's super talented. I hang out with some of the funniest people in the world. So, you know, that's never not dope, but what, what, what are we doing? Right. What are we really doing? And also yeah. no one's just one thing, right? I do know people who are such pure standups that they couldn't conceive of doing anything else, but l- being on stage with a microphone. And I'm not that. I love it. It's part of what I do. I've been doing it for a while, but I do other stuff. Like I write essays for fun, you know, like I like mm. finance. I like, I do a bunch of other stuff. So, um, how do we turn that into money? Yeah. It really does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for someone to call me a back race nerd. Yes. Essays for fun. I write on Quora. I post on there all the time and it's like not funny. It's like, I'm all like, like, Karen, let's do a newsletter. Really? People talk about she goes, no, I'll do it all myself. No. Son. I want to do it all myself. I'm like, no, no, hold on a second. Are you, are you serious? Do you do that? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I used to write college essays for people. I used to like help people get into college. Her writing is impeccable. Her writing skills are impeccable. Do academic stuff. I just write like academic style essays when I just feel like I have something on my mind I want to discuss for fun, post that on Quora. Like it's been right. really fun. <laughs> it's been very validating. It's like better than a picture, right? Because people can't see your cute face. Um, but so it's like, right, how do we make money? And also I just want to make money. Like I love money. I enjoy it. Money money's what I love stand-up's what I love writing's what I love so like can we pivot to that you got expensive taste I got I have taste period you know what I mean like (laughs) if you like anything that's not crap you have taste so you're gonna need some money to support that taste habit of yours and that's what I want and so we're doing well and part of the pivot has been um 
not just so two black guys with good credit has been like the avatar of this pivot for me and it's not just the broadcasting part it's the business part right where you're like now we're going to treat this like a business it's not just for fun it's not joke 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 there's other stuff built in that's real value i guess part of the pivot has been how do i add value in a way that is satisfying to me leverages my skills and that people actually need you know stand up is so i love it but it's so selfish and because of that because you're not really doing it for other people and the value is literally just sit there and laugh which is value but it's not you could live without it also um you know there has to be a way to unniche myself do you know what i mean mm. like provide more value to people where there's cash money so, yeah. and where i love what i do and like connect with people so this podcast is not to like belabor the point but is not just a podcast right there's a whole nonprofit attached to it For and sure. that's really exciting that's like a business avenue and monetizing the whole thing is a business it's like it's like a creative executive hybrid which is sort of my dream right? We're talking about this newsletter we're putting out, this email list that we're working on, which is like this big asset that the company has. Um, making a plan for that, I love doing. Having meetings, I love doing. Writing, I love doing. And all that stuff is a way of monetizing existing skills without, um, without killing myself over, am I going to be out every night? When's my next spot? How do I hustle this up? You know, yeah. at a time when it's not an option. No, that's beautiful. I love it. You're, you're definitely smart. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and so there's a lot to unpack there, but uh, you know, I'll kind of run through the acronym. So for me, the P is the potential is that, Hey, I've been doing this. I have this skill set. Um, you know, it's, it's not just going on stage and standing up in front of people and talking. I write, you know, I, I have a creative mind. I can organize things. I'm business minded. So there's a lot of potential there. The I piece, the income, right, is, mm -hmm. is this is a business now. It's not just me going on stage and collecting money from a club promoter. It's like, mm -hmm. like, how can I look at this broadly and say the podcast is an opportunity, the nonprofit's an opportunity, maybe me getting, you know, a deal somewhere like a book opportunity, right? So those are all the income components and then the vocation, which is, I think, the, the, the thing that most people miss. Most people think they want a job, but they really don't want a job. What they want is a vocation. And I love the, the, the definition of vocation is it's a mission. It's something that you, you wake up and you're excited about and you feel compelled to get out of bed every morning, right? It's, it's this thing that's this calling. So this, you said, I love how you said that it's the, you know, it's the, it's my dream job. It's my dream career. Mm -hmm. That's to me, you're, you're, you're in this space of like finding this vocation right. because it, 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 it kind of taps into all of these things that, you know, bring your energy out, right? It's right. like, what gives you energy? What makes you feel excited? Well, I think and everyone then, wants to be on their purpose, right? You have that deep feeling when yeah. you are on your path and you feel it that takes away your anxieties. You know, even if you haven't gotten there yet, that feeling of like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Right. It's so satisfying. For sure. And then the, the opportunities that are gonna, you know, there's, there's, there's tons of opportunities that can come from that, but you've already identified some. And then the T, the last part is traction. So like, what are the, what are some things that you can test? Kind of like how I mentioned the Zoom thing. So maybe you could actually, um, you know, try coaching people to, be more, you know, energetic and more outgoing and, and not afraid on camera on their Zoom meetings or something. And you could tee that up. The podcast is the perfect way to tee that up because you can say, hey, I'm looking for three people to pilot this new program. And I'm just going to basically helping people become more comfortable on Zoom when they're in their meetings or whatever. Right. So right. There's, that's the whole kind of process. But I, I love that you're parlaying those skills because similar to James, like what I heard him say on the podcast and like, these are skills. This is like a very hard thing to do. Like a lot of people don't want to get it. Like they say the number one thing like that people fear is speaking in public or something like yeah, that. Right. right. So if you can help people with that, right. That's a problem that you're solving and they'll mm -hmm. pay you money for it. So I, I think you're, I think you're on the right track. I'm, I'm so impressed. I want to just Thank give you. it a little getting back to the skills that pay the bills. 
yeah. this is what I'm so confused with millennials and zillennials and stuff like that. Zillennials? Did you just <laughs> create a word? <laughs> He's just his own generation. <laughs> that, that, I, I just want to know what, what do you think constitutes, and I think the young people need to listen to this and I need to understand it better even myself, what constitutes good social media market skills? Is there, it's a success really that simply who has the most followers is, is, is the winner? Like, so, cause I think some people are so caught up with like followers and is that the, is that the path? Like trying to get as many followers as I can. Then like for someone that has a hundred thousand followers, if someone has a hundred thousand followers or 250,000, are they God? And if I only have 5,000, am I like a simpleton? Like what is the, do you think makes your, self having good social media media skills and what's how do you gauge it sean's got 50 followers for the, for the, <laughs> i was gonna say it sounds like somebody's brother. sounds like somebody's a bit salty man better than your 49 i'm always one up on you bro uh yeah yeah i think that's a great question right and i think it's it depends right because uh, i know people who have like less than a thousand youtube subscribers and they make millions of dollars right and then i know that there's well, a lot Dixie, of how's that please explain how's that then? oh because they sell products and services right like they sell things that are high ticket they don't just sell like the 199 ebooks right they have courses they have coaching they have multiple components of their business right it's like you're not just the the most successful people that i've seen um and that i've you know worked with and my friends who do it um, it's not about the numbers. It's about leads. They want to get people in their funnel. Uh, so, and that's an old world to my school. Like I grew up hearing the word leads, Vernon, believe it or not, like yeah. getting leads and you just connected. There's, this is just a new it's way of getting leads. Yeah. But conversion yeah, is leads. so hard, right? Because people will follow you for a specific thing, right? Let's say they follow you because you know, you're an Instagram model or because you post a lot of jokes, but you want to sell something else. You're like, I made this great course or I wrote this great thing. The conversion is like the tricky part, but right? Like you can Vernon get followers, just, but exactly. But what Vernon just point, pointed out, and this is so important, that doesn't your your followers equals leads should lead to conversions. If you have a million followers and only leads to one conversion, it's not good. But if you have five hundred followers and it leads to twenty conversions in your conversion, it's so social media. You're breaking it down. It's about leads, getting leads, and then converting them. Yeah. And, and the other thing, right, is, and what, and what, and I said, it depends, right? So like, when you look at somebody like a Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Like he doesn't need anybody to buy his products, right? He doesn't need any of his followers to buy. He just needs his followers to buy his book. Well, he doesn't even need him to do that, but he, he sells a book, I think once or twice a year or something like that, but he has a massive business and he works with Ford and all of these major companies. And that's his, that's how he makes his money. So his business is separate from his social media. His social media is just there to build a presence. Mm -hmm. And he charges an exuberant amount of money to go to Ford to speak, right? When they put on these conferences and that's how he makes his money. So his, his social media isn't necessarily tied to his, him having to, he doesn't have to eat off that. So example if, number two is as a promotional, as a marketing tool. Yeah, marketing tool. but I, I think where a lot of people go wrong is that they're like, oh, if I just have a, hundred thousand Instagram followers, I'm going to be rich. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be rich because you still have to convert those people. You still have to provide value. Um, like kind of what you're saying, Karen, is like, you're trying to sell something, but you've, maybe that's not, people don't even want that from you. They just want okay. you to, they just want you to make them laugh. They don't look at you as a person who can give them business advice. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Like, like the brand is of, different from the value. It's like, yeah. the, that's the part I think that maybe is tricky for people. It's the, the funneling, right? Like, how do you perfect this funnel? How do you actually go from, because all these steps are hard. How do you grow sure. it? How do you grow an account? Well, you put all this work in and now you want to sell, you want to make a thing to sell. That's hard. Now you want to sell it to these people. So you have to find the people, sell it to them, make sure that this, that's the right demographic for what you're trying to sell. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think that that's where people get lost. Mm -hmm. Hey, so Vernon, question for you. So for our listeners out there who really want to learn how to pivot and, and read more about pivoting and, and you're going to share. Yeah, they just go to careerpivotguide.com, careerpivotguide.com. They can get a free copy of it. Awesome. No giveaways, bro. Come on. No giveaways. Like all these active listeners, somebody can't get a, a guide. It's free. 
What do you mean? Oh, it's free? Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. <laughs> it's free. They can just download it. They got to they gotta, they gotta give me their email address, but yeah, they can have it for free. All right. Yeah. Well, Vernon, we appreciate all that you do for the Two Black Guys with Good Credit podcast. Hey, no, 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 man. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate you know, you, you are the, the unofficial, you know, the, the pod father. You are a, a, a member of unofficial. the squad. Hey, can I be, can I, like can that, I be an honorary? Be official pod father. Okay, my okay. Official. official. I, I have two things. Can yes. I be an honorary member of the Two Black Done. Guys with Good Credit? Absolutely. Karen, are you in, in for that, Sean? I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Listen, it's, we, we, we kind of, here's a secret. We give that away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. oh my gosh. <laughs> you, we're, we're all, we're Karen, all we're a, a Black Guy Good Credit. I don't feel special right anymore. <laughs> that's Karen. like our, that's our pivot book. You know what I mean? That's our free ebook is you are also a Black Guy with Good Credit. See, now yes, we need to do are. another episode about how to like not blow, like, like you, that was just not a good salesmanship thing. <laughs> <laughs> thought he was getting value and you just totally like give that shit away undercut yourself <laughs> that's like when you think you had that special girl you bring it into a club and everybody's looking at her like oh yeah shoot oh that's that's oh you with wow. Tracy now oh, <laughs> oh that's how you feel right about now oh you got Tracy oh, <laughs> All right, oh let, let's shit. rewind that yeah sure Vernon of course you can be a two black guy of course Vernon <laughs> we thought it through of course Vernon we're gonna send you our compliment our t-shirt the hat Vernon we're gonna get you a special mic you're an honorary two you are a two black guy <laughs> <laughs> yes you've made it Vernon is that better yeah that's that works and I will say I've I mean I've already gotten a lot of this is a plug for for y'all but I listened to the episode on balance transfers and um tra transferred a balance and then got that taken care of and my credit score jumped up so credit karma and balance transfers work and that's through listening to the podcast so well, there is value in this show right through all that dissecting of all the stuff we talk there is some value in two black guys good credit look at that delicious good credit <laughs> i got good credit <laughs> i got good credit that's what they'd be asking you on the on the apps now it's like is your credit score above 700 yes all right aka two black guys good credit <laughs> all right well th this brings today's episode to a close so vernon if, if these ladies out here who, who who've heard about your dj skills your good credit your your renaissance game you know if they want to get at you you know what you know what, what's your social media handles like you know i know they want to they you know let let the ladies know you're gonna be in demand now that you're two black guys with your credit <laughs> official you know, break it down man bro. you set me up because uh <laughs> I'm 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 taking I'm off the mic. Sorry, ladies. Oh my God, you said Sorry, it three ladies. times. We get it. Your girlfriend's listening. Oh my God, we get it. <laughs> no, but uh, if you if you want to hit me up for any like business related stuff, uh, you can find me. Famous Vernon is my social handle. <laughs> Famous Vernon. <laughs> Matt, you're hilarious. Uh, Famous Vernon is my social channel. Ch channel. Can't talk today. Uh, TheCareerPivotGuide.com is where you can find the guide, and then. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm all over social media. VernonTFoster.com is my website, but you can find me if you Google. Yeah. All right, people. Well, like I said, that brings this episode to a close. I'm one fourth of two black guys with good credit. <laughs> my name's Matt Smith. And like I always say, nothing changes if nothing changes. So get your pivot on. Yep. I'm Sean Linda, the, the better half of two black guys with good credit. And like I say every week, keep your money where it belongs in your damn pocket. And if you, if you want to reach out to us, send an email at tbgwgc at gmail.com. Matt, that's the acronym for two black guys with good credit at gmail.com. And we always love those five-star ratings on, on Apple or iTunes and just bigging up our show. We love you guys. See you next time. And I'm out. Karen? I am Karen Margolis, one of <clears throat> several Black guys with good credit. <laughs> and I am also from last week, still black, still pretty good credit. And you can hit me up if you want to say hi. I would love that. Karen Margolis on social, K-E-R-E-N-M-A-R-G-O-L-I-S. That's Karen with an E. Also, if you guys want to hit up Sean Linda on social, he has a MySpace account. So go to MySpace. <laughs> All right. You got the final blow in. There you go. One, two, three. I'm out. You won this week. A competitive mother F for you. All right. Good. All right, great. We're out. I'll take we're it. Out. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.